Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to Top Stories. I am Andy Zaltzman. Uh, Hari Kondabolu and Alice Fraser joined me back in November 2019 for issue 4130 of The Bugle, a tricontinental look at President Trump's impeachment inquiry. Top story this week, America. Uh, well, uh, Hari, um, uh, welcome back to, to The Bugle. You are our are, are correspondent for all things American uh, quite a lot seems to be going on in America, as is so often the case. Can you uh, firstly uh, bring us up to date with the status of your glorious president? First of all, you should know the American empire is dying a slow and painful death. <laughs> what happens to the best of empires? History is repeating itself, but fortunately, Americans don't read history, so they have no <laughs> idea what's going on. <laughs> so uh, the impeachment inquiry is underway, and... I think people are a little confused because this isn't the actual impeachment. And also impeachment doesn't mean the president gets removed. So this is the inquiry that informs a potential articles of impeachment that the House of Representatives, the lower house, votes on. And then the Senate will vote whether to remove Trump from office. So if he does get removed from office, it'll either be uh, after he's out of office or in the <laughs> middle of his second term or possibly uh, after the world ends. So it, it, it's one of those three possibilities we will be without Trump. Right. Well, Harry, this is starting to sound like a delicately balanced system of checks and balances and procedures for very slowly and carefully judging someone's fitness for office. And I just feel like that's a deeply inappropriate way to approach Trump's presidency. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he lives by the sword, he dies by the sword. This is a man who should be judged in some sort of kangaroo court, <laughs> ideally with rotten tomatoes being thrown in one bucket or another to judge whether he ought to remain in office or not. That's the only kind of judgment he'll understand. 
Since you opened the door to the phrase kangaroo court, is that a thing in Australia? <laughs> I, I, I plead the fifth, which we don't have in Australia. So. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, so the impeachment inquiry started and Bill Taylor, the top U.S. diplomat in Ukraine, uh, revealed that Trump had spoken with Gordon uh, Sondland, the U.S. ambassador to the European Union, about the investigation. So that's the second phone call. Uh, and uh, the investigations, of course, are against the Bidens, claiming that they had something to do with election interference uh, uh, with Ukraine. It's part of a conspiracy theory that Ukraine interfered in the 2016 elections, not Russia. In this parallel world, Hillary is president. <laughs> <laughs> so Taylor then testified uh, that his aide later asked Sondland what Trump thought of Ukraine. Uh, and then uh, this is what Taylor said. Ambassador Sondland responded that President Trump cares more about the investigations of Biden, which Giuliani was pressing for. And yes, the, the Giuliani involved is Rudy Giuliani, uh, the former mayor of New York City, who uh, is Trump's lawyer, because of course he is. And uh, he's best known, especially in New York, for cleaning up Times Square, which means he arrested sex workers and moved homeless per, uh, people upstate in paddy wagons, which apparently still exist, paddy wagons. And uh, also, he was the mayor when 9-11 happened, and he, he did a good job. And by doing a good job, I mean he did not say, well, we did deserve it. <laughs> well, I guess yeah, that, that's that's something, isn't it? Um, it's I mean, it is impossible for uh, for most of us to follow. I think uh, the the whole impeachment process. I, I feel that uh, I, I missed a couple of days' news at some point, and it's like trying to join a box set about three episodes in. And I just can't quite keep track of of who's who. Donald Trump's response so far has been essentially to say, "Talk to the hand, that tiny tiny hand." And it's um, <laughs> it, it does seem that the whole U.S. political system, Harry, is designed to prevent anything happening ever. That is correct. Well, first of all, let me just address the hand thing. I do realize having a small hand uh, seems like a negative thing, but to Trump's fairness, it does make his dick look bigger. <laughs> I'll just have to take your word for that. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say it makes fisting the nation less frictionful. Um, I'm inspired show, by this whole... I'm inspired by this whole impeachment proceeding sort of investigation process, and I would like to announce an impeachment investigation of you, Andy. What? I'd like to suggest that you're involved in quid pro quo with foreign governments where you've offered them military and humanitarian assistance if they've promised to investigate your political enemies, which I assume it being you is all politicians and people who don't like <laughs> cricket. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> um, I thought quid pro quo was a bargain, to be honest. Um, I'd have gone in for a whole fiver. It's, uh, it does seem a rather co long and convoluted process. And, um, uh, of course, wading through the Trumpic slurry that has been power-hosed all over Washington in the president's noble effort to clean the swamp is, is, no, is no easy task. His inventory of the infractious, his catalogue of contraventions, his heebie-jeebie-CV, if you will, his curriculum tutorial, <laughs> long marks him out as a potential impeachee. But, it, but it's tough to narrow down to a single impeach-worthy act of naughtiness from the Vesuviuses of venality and the Krakatoas of crookery that have been erupting since uh, since he took control of the, of the keys of Air Force One. 
I mean, heebie-jeebie CV is gold, Andy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, w- I was too enamored. Joke. I was too enamored with the alliteration. <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously, I mean, the, the, uh, the problem is you can't just be impeached for being a c- um, which seems to be one of the complications in the, in the process. But uh, and even you know for being unethical, because Trump's ethical bankruptcies actually far outdo even his financial ones, which is really pretty mm-hmm. impressive. I mean, he's been declared ethically bankrupt. I think now three hundred and fifty times. But of course, you know, he just rumbles on, and it's other people who suffer in the in the wake of it. Well, they're going to frame you know uh, kind of frame this as a example of bribery, right? Because he was essentially bribing a government by denying aid for it to investigate a political enemy. So that technically is a high crime uh, against uh, the U.S. government. Uh, So I guess on a technicality, they're going to get him. Right. After all this, (laughs) after all this, it was a phone call. Uh, of course, the Bugle will be the world's uh, exclusive uh, source of uh, all information about uh, the impeachment as it rumbles on for the next 50 to 100 years. Uh, Trump, of course, not everything he says is uh, patently untrue. In a rare shaft of honesty this week, he insisted that America's military presence in Syria is, quote, only for the oil. Um, now, <laughs> I mean, we should cling to this, shouldn't we? As you know, just no. a little hint that you know he can be honest with us. Well, see, I feel conflicted, Andy, because it's the most honest statement ever on American foreign policy in the Middle East. But it's not because he's an honest politician. It's because he's a crude politician. (laughs) And and yes, there's a double meaning on the word crude. (laughs) you, Andy. Look at what you've done. (laughs) I can drag you down to my level. Oh, there are puns in the act now, Andy. There used to not be puns in the act. This is your fault. <laughs> so by saying that America is in Syria uh, only for the oil, uh, whereas his own officials insisted that the forces were there to fight against ISIS, what Trump is essentially saying is that ISIS are fine if they pledge to secure the oil for uh, the rest of the world's behalf. If, if they secure the oil then Trump is essentially saying they can treat themselves to as many sex slaves and public executions as they want. As long as they keep American cars on the road, who cares about the odd bit of, uh, of genocide? Uh, out of sight, out of mind. I mean, who cares about the destruction of irreplaceable architectural treasures if the oil is fine? In fact, what the heck? Just have a special private opening at the Met in New York, bring your own axes and sledgehammers, uh, maybe a can of your precious homemade petrol too, and knock yourselves out. Also, by claiming that the military is only there to steal Syrian oil. That's actually a violation of international law. Just wanted to point that out in case anyone is keeping score at home regarding what laws the U.S. breaks internationally and is not enforceable because we got the nukes. I just feel like this is another example of the Republicans engaging in their current tactic of benumbing the national and indeed international psyche with increasingly incomprehensibly unforgivable sound bites. It's the uh, news equivalent of putting prisoners into a room and playing loud heavy metal music at them until their spirit breaks and they become politically catatonic. Yeah, remember that? Remember that under Bush when that was a scandal? Now, now that sounds like a f***ing holiday. I would pay for that. <laughs> well, so to be, to be fair to Trump, I mean, how would he know it was a violation of, of international law? I mean, that's, that's an achievable goal. So he's not even mastered not violating the law in his own country. We can't expect him to get on top of international law as well. Let's take it in baby steps. 
<laughs> Again, like Trump's own officials say the military is there to fight ISIS. Uh, which again goes against what he's been saying. But to be fair, he responded, who are you going to believe, me or them? Most of these guys just got here and aren't going to be here too soon anyway. And then he played a solo on the fiddle. Because <laughs> of, uh, of Nero. <laughs> it's, a Nero it's a Nero reference. <laughs> we, love, we love Nero references here. Thank you, Buglers. If you want to hear more from Alice, go and listen to The Gargle Now, where Alice gives you all of the news and none of the politics. More top stories coming soon. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss Lime Bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited. Listen now. <laughs>